What's going on guys? Basket Bros here with another NBA based podcast here. Today we got a great show for you guys coming up. We're gonna talk about Carmelo Anthony, where he will end up and all the trade buzz around OKC in Brooklyn, Summer League rising stars and who the NBA needs to start taking notice of. Kevin Durant and IG beef with a seventeen year old kid named Basket Center on Instagram. We got my rankings for the thirty NBA teams starting today. And I'm going to start with number 30, and we're going to talk about who's the worst team, and we're going to move up to the best team after 30 days. So I think that would be a nice series for us to get into, you know, this whole podcast thing I'm starting. And let's just start off the show right now. So with no further notes, let's just get into the show. We're going to talk about Carmelo Anthony here, his trade destinations or his buyout destinations. So here... I'm going to start off with one of the obvious ones. We got the Los Angeles Lakers. And this is a buyout situation. So this is this is the Lakers would only happen if Carmelo Anthony is bought out like the reports are asking, reports are telling us. So we're going to talk about why Carmelo's going to go to LA. This is why Carmelo's going to go to LA. This is why he would go to LA. It's to play with LeBron. It's to play with LeBron. LeBron's one of his best friends, you know, the Banana Boat crew. LeBron is going to recruit Melo to L.A. LeBron wants Melo in L.A. Melo has a home in L.A. already, so that would be convenient enough. He wouldn't have to move his family. You know, maybe that's not their main house, but they already have a home there. It's comfortable there. So L.A., great spot for him. The fit I could see Carmelo starting in LA, but would a team like the Lakers who are have LeBron James, they're trying to compete championships. They're trying to compete for championships, even with the Golden State Warriors obviously blowing everyone out the door with that Boogie Cousins deal, but that's a whole nother story. Do you want Carmelo Anthony in your starting lineup on a championship team? That's the whole situation. I, I say no. Carmelo Anthony's at the point of his career where he needs to take a bench roll. The, the guy can't can't move his feet on defense. He can't guard a defender, guard an offensive player for his life. He, he, he got torched by Joe Ingles in the playoffs this year. I mean, Joe Ingles. Good player. Not what he was doing in the playoffs, though. Not 25 points. I mean, oh, Melo. He's a good scorer still, not taking that any, anything away from his scoring ability. He is one of the most gifted players still offensively in the league. But you cannot start Carmelo Anthony on your team if you expect to win a championship because defense wins championships, and Carl Man- Carmelo Anthony is the epitome of defense. He cannot play defense for shit. So that's why I don't think the Lakers thing should happen for the Lakers. Should happen. The Lakers do some... Dumb stuff, but I don't think it should happen. We'll go to the next team. This is the probably the most talked about team via Carmelo and his destination where he's going to end up. They were talking about this last summer, and it's the Houston Rockets. And I think this this team will work out perfect for Melo. I mean, I think this is where Melo will ultimately end up because there's reports that Chris Paul is a better friend to Melo than LeBron is. They say that the Dwayne Wade 
and LeBron James are best friends, Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony are best friends. So they're thinking they, that they're pulling him to the Rockets, and they're not offering a starting job there. They're saying you're going to come off the bench, and we they, they want them to lead the second unit. And I think that that would be great for Melo. The thing is, he was in OKC last summer talking about how he didn't want to take a bench role. He said, I don't play the bench. He sounded like Iverson for a little bit. He sounded like... Sound like Iverson with that interview where he's like MVP, former scoring champion. I don't think I've ever heard of one coming off the bench. That's what Melo sounded like. It's going to be tough, but I soon, if Melo wants to stay in the league, he's going to take a bench role, obviously. So I think ultimately he'll end up in Houston where he can either slide into Trevor Ariza's spot or ultimately would be better for the team come off the bench, be that reliable scorer when you need him, put him in the third quarter, Hezo Mello's going to get you, he could drop you 30 points in a quarter still, I still believe in that guy, but he just can't play defense, you need to surround him with defenders, is James Harden a defender, he improved, I'm going to give him that, but we'll talk about that another time, the last destination, this isn't really a destination, this is just more of a trade I've heard about, so, so Brooklyn is in trade talks with the Oklahoma City Thunder about swapping Mello and Lynn, and Brooklyn just wants a couple picks in exchange. So they're taking a second round and a first round pick for Mello. They'll take that contract. They'll take part of that contract for them. They'll take the picks, and they want to get rid of Lynn. Lynn, a good player, but he is making a lot of money still, and Brooklyn is just trying to stack as many picks as they can they want to rebuild they're in the rebuilding they want to build around D'Lo they want to build around you know Alan Crabb and they just they need to start from the bottom you know and um yeah they 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 want to do that trade Oklahoma City if they can get anything for Melo that would be that'd be great if they can take out some of that contract of Mel so they don't have to fully buy him out, that'd be great for Oklahoma City because that means they'll have enough cap room to sign another big free agent next season to go along with Paul George and Russell Westbrook. So I think this whole Brooklyn thing will end up working out. I think it will end up working out because it would be stupid for Oklahoma City. It would be idiotic for Oklahoma City not to take anything they can for Carmelo Anthony. And now, I'm going to get into my next topic here. We're going to be talking about summer league studs. We're going to be talking about the guys who are stepping up this year in summer league, who are ready to take put the league on notice and ready to just elevate their game. So here, we got the summer league studs. And I am starting off summer league studs with someone you, you probably haven't heard about. And he's plays for the New Orleans Pelicans, Trevon Blewett. And he's an undrafted 23-year-old out of Xavier. He he declared for both the 2016 and 17 drafts before withdrawing. And he just returned to school because he wasn't getting any buzz around the league. And these past two games, he's put up... His first two games in Summer League, he's put up a combined 50 points for the Pelicans. Both coming off the bench. And... 
In one game, he put up 24 points coming off the bench in just 19 minutes on just 10 shots. He went 6-for-8 from 3-point range. A day later, he went 6-for-10 from deep. In route for 26 points in 21 minutes, and he they they won. So he's six foot five. He's a guard, and he cooled off the next game with 13 points. He still shot 60 percent for the tournament, and he has committed just three turnovers in the whole games. So this guy could be a great addition for the New Orleans Pelicans. Last summer, the Pelicans had trouble with their bench early on in the season. Then they added, you know, Miritich, and they had Rondo coming off the bench. They lost Rondo. They have a spot for guard, and it looks like Trevon's taking it. Trevon's just stepped up, and I actually watched him one game, and it, it's no joke. It's not just stats. He, he plays the game with a, t- a type of intensity you like to see from a young player. We're going to move on to our next guy. You heard about him. He was drafted last year by the Magic, sixth overall. We got Jonathan Isaac, the forward out of Florida State. You know, he's 6'10". He has a crazy wingspan. And he's been blowing us away, not by by his offense, but he's been a superb defender. He held Jaron Jackson, the guy who scored 29 points in his first summer league game, to one of nine shooting, and he blocked five shots, and he was playmaking very well. He he is showing, he looks like Giannis out there. I'm not, I am not comparing him to Giannis, but I am saying he is, he is playing with Giannis-like skills out there. He is a 6'10 forward who He's playmaking, and he looks like a point guard. His, you know, he still needs to develop that three-point shot. It's struggling right now, but Magic fans, really, you have a reason to get excited about this guy. You got, you got Isaac and Bama in the front court. They're gonna be hell in the paint for offensive players for years, years to come. You guys got a good one in Jonathan Isaac, I think. I think Jonathan Isaac's going to be a hell of a player. We're going to move on to Los Angeles Lakers guard. He's from Villanova, Josh Hart. He was drafted 30th by the Lakers last summer. Uh, and, you know, last last season, he was slept on. He, he filled in for Lonzo injuries. He filled in for KCP injuries. And he played... Uh, hell of good basketball and Josh Hart is going to be a great player but he's just showing that so much more in these summer league games he has been the best guard in summer league play in in my opinion and he has a beautiful three-point shot he's making everything right now he he was driving to the bucket last game against the Knicks and he was just dunking it on people he was he's just a determined player and there's some speculation here because Lonzo and Kuzma didn't have to play Summer League, but Hart did. There's some speculation here because the Spurs like Hart. There's some speculation that he's just he's just trying out for the Lakers right now. I mean, for the Spurs right now. There were some Spurs guys sitting on court side. They got a video of them. You're not slick. We saw the little Spurs logo on your polo, all right? Hart to the Lakers. I mean, Hart to the Spurs. Why do I keep saying Lakers? Hart to the Spurs. That that's he could be doing a trial right now. That's that's what I'm hearing right now. Next we have we have John Collins here. You know he's repping the name well. He's he's shooting really well. He he got 30 points in one game. He's 
just dominating the glass. He's dominating inside. He looks like he can take anyone at any time. He just looks like he can score at will. And that's what you want to see from your second second year players in summer league. I mean, if you're in if you're a second year player in summer league and you're playing, that means you you have some flaws and you're trying to work them out and Hawks fans to see John Collins stepping up like this in the summer league, you know, it's just uh it's just great for your franchise considering the horrible lineup you guys are going out with this season. Sorry to tell you guys, but Dennis Schroeder being your best player, that is not a good thing. Um, so those are the summer league studs. We're going to go into our next topic, Kevin Durant beef. Now, here's the whole situation here. So Kevin Durant had beef with a an Instagram account uh, called Bucket Center. It's a 17-year-old kid, and... You know, he posted a picture, and it says three elite two-way players, but don't ev- um, elevate their team quite like LeBron and Steph do. Do their playmaking and leadership deficiencies. And there's a picture of Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. So he's basically saying, Kevin Durant, you can't, you know take a team to the finals, carry a team to the finals like LeBron and Curry did before this whole super team thing and LeBron brought his team to a finals victory and Curry brought his team to a finals victory the year before that. So Kevin Durant hits the comment section. He says, bruh, go sweep your dorm room. You don't know hoops. Stop tagging me in this trash. And you know everyone's spamming him with the snake emojis. Snake Kevin Durant. Well, it he wasn't done there. He took it to the DMs, calling this kid a middle school knockoff Stephen A. Smith. Okay, I gotta give Kevin Durant one. That was a pretty good one. I even if the kid, this kid is talented. All right, um, this kid has a great uh, fan page. You know, it's called Bucket Center on Instagram, and go give it a follow. He he's. He gives great content. I've been looking through it, and he he's, he's talented. He wants to be a sports analyst. Good for him. But Kevin Durant took it to the DMs. He was saying all this, you know, he was saying, I get it. You obviously want people to respond to it, so if you can't respect it, then shut up. Do all your followers in a post. You want me to view it. I did. So this whole thing, it just shows you, how Kevin Durant has such thin skin. Anyone can get to Kevin Durant. It can be a, a post with someone with two followers and it could get to Kevin Durant. The guy's a baby. Do you ever see LeBron crying on Instagram about players saying, oh, three and six, blah, blah, blah. You don't see him going, oh, did you see Michael playing blah, 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 blah. No, you don't see, you don't see that. LeBron... Curry, they're different animals. Kevin Durant, you're just acting like a baby. And it's kind of hilarious. It's hilarious to witness. I mean, a superstar that goes to Instagram to cry. I, I don't know. I, obviously, you could tell I'm not a fan of Kevin Durant. But remember, Bucket Center on Instagram. He's He has a great account. I liked it. Maybe he can even listen to this. We're going to go into our... 
last topic of the night, and I know it's been a short podcast tonight, uh, shorter than usual. I just want to thank you guys again if you got it this far. I uh, I appreciate it. This is what I want to do for a living. This is my dream. I'm just trying to live it out right now, and um, you know I I'd like to keep the podcast to 20 minutes to keep viewers into it. Uh, I've been talking a lot in my other ones. I got to 40 minutes. If it gets to 40 minutes, it gets to 40 minutes. These are just for my sake. I like talking about sports. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. And I'm actually having a lot of fun doing this. So thank you guys for listening. And it means a lot. So we're going to talk about my last topic here. And... It's going to be the rankings. We're, I'm going to do rankings. Every podcast, I'm going to drop a team, and I'm going to go 30-1. to 1. And tonight, I'm going to give you my worst team. And there's many really bad teams I could pick from. you got the Hornets. you got the Magic. you got, got, you know, the... I wouldn't say the Lakers now because of LeBron, but... I mean, they were bad last year. I'm talking about, like, now. So the Hornets, you got the Magic, you got the Hawks. But this team in particular has just been bad for so long. It's just, it's hard to watch now. It's the Sacramento Kings. They're going to be my worst team. I know some of you are going to say, what? How do you put Charlotte? It's not about, I think... All the bottom five teams really have horrible rosters. They have horrible rosters. You're not going to get by them. I mean, listen to this roster right now that the Kings are putting out opening night. So they got De'Aaron Fox, a good rising young point guard. He's just, he didn't show a lot last season. So you got De'Aaron Fox, Bogdan Bogdanovich at your two. You got Garrett Temple. I hope, I, I hope. You guys know who he is. He, you probably don't. I I only know him because I went to a Celtics Kings game earlier in the year. But you got your power forward, um, Zach Randolph or Marvin Bagley. You can swap either of them out, and then they're gonna start Willie Cauley Stein at center. You know, uh, to me, Willie Cauley Stein has been a bust lately. I mean, uh, the guy hasn't done anything worth noting. So would I consider him a bust? Yes, I would. And did you just listen to that lineup? That's why it's 30. I mean, all, f- all the bottom five teams have horrible lineups. And it just it just gets worse by the coach. I don't like the coach. I think Dave Yeager, I know he did a superb job with the Memphis Grizzlies that year that he took them to the playoffs, sustaining the most injuries in NBA history for a team. I know. Dave Yeager, you, you did a hell of a job that season. But what I watched, what I watched last year was just, you you didn't develop De'Aaron Fox. I didn't watch anything amazing. I think his time's up in Sacramento soon, if they are smart. I just don't like the coach. I don't like his style of play. It reminds me of a, like, an older... 2000 style play where you have the big go into a pick and roll every time and you're trying to dish into the paint the the league is about three-point shooting you got you guys got to get some three-point shooting plays developed 
because the games that I watched, Celtics, Kings, I didn't see a lot of that. I saw a lot of feeding the paint, which is old news now. It's pretty much old news. You need to develop the perimeter, and the paint will open up eventually. So that is why the Kings are my 30th team this season. I know free agency isn't over. I know they could add someone. But I'm just talking about right now, staying packed. I think the Kings aren't going to make any big moves anyways. Kings are my 30th team. And the the, the last reason I have them there, I don't trust Vlad Divac. I mean, he got fleeced in the Boogie Cousins deal. What'd you get, Buddy Heald in a first-round pick? Wow, great. What, what'd that get you? Buddy Heald's a backup shooting guard now. He's a backup shooting guard on your team. And you... You have Boogie Cousins now dropping 26 and 12 last season for the for the Pelicans and five assists. I mean, Vladivac got fleeced. He hasn't shown me anything else to be hopeful in. So that is why I have them 30 as well. I don't trust Vladivac. And that's where I'm going to end the show. So anyone listening, 6035604979, call me. Give me some advice. Give me anything. Give me your your tips on sports. Give me a thing you want me to talk about on the show. I will be open to anything. Go follow my Instagram, Basket Bros Podcast. We I'm posting every day. Every time I have a podcast, I'm posting. Turn those post notifications on. That would be much loved, guys. Thank you for listening. I will be podcasting tomorrow. Uh, I, it will be later in the day. I know these podcasts are late, but I appreciate you guys, you know, listening anytime you can. It's just, I just thank you guys so much. I'm going to end it right here. I'm going to try to make this podcast more time friendly for you guys, you know, not late at night, but it's just, I've had work every single day and this is what I'm coming home to. I, I'm a pizza delivery driver, so I work late nights. I come home now, so Thank you guys for watching 1209 AM Eastern. We out here.